What is up, folks, and welcome back to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. This is episode 88. I'm your host, Jay, and in today we're going to be covering scams in Las Vegas and how to avoid them. New loop extensions Elon's got going on. Some huge shows that are canceling. So after recently taking some time to get my car taken care of and now that that's all fixed, I was thinking about doing this episode on scams and how to avoid them and something to look out for as I've been seeing some advice given from videos that are older. But I wanted to put this episode together because I'm going to be doing a video on it in the future on the YouTube channel. So I wanted to do this episode in particular for you guys, the listeners. And with some of the videos I discovered, you'd be amazed on some of the advice I was looking at. Like this. So I'm going to let you know a little secret some of the people that you need a tip number one has to be the dealer so if you're planning on gambling make sure that you tip your dealer i'm not saying that you're going to win every single time however the odds can be more in your favor if you just leave them a nice little tip Bruh. i would say before the game actually starts try to tip them five dollars or ten dollars just by doing this one thing it could save you money and also make you more money Hey there, everyone. This is Nat Bridger, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. (laughs) Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about ash juice. I need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. The the lady at the counter says, "Well, we'll call housekeeping." (laughs) Housekeeping. Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned oh, over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Hey, I'm Nicky Fermich, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Alrighty, so before we start off with anything, let's jump into shoutouts. The first shoutout going to David. David is a gentleman who invited me out to the world's largest casino chip collectors event that was happening in June at the South Point. So here's the backstory to this one. Not only do I text with the guy pretty frequently, but that event that I went to, they actually had a magazine made. And they make this magazine for members and send it to him every month. So it gets even cooler because they actually sent the magazine to my house. And as I was flipping through the magazine, they actually put a picture of me in there. So I thought that was really cool. It was actually a picture where I was accepting an award because I was actually a part of the event and accepting an award on behalf of a casino in Las Vegas, which was pretty neat. So again, David, thank you, man, for having a magazine sent to the house. That's freaking awesome. Thank you again to you, Trey, Steve, all the team down there. That was freaking awesome. And the next one goes to Gary De La Rosa who was actually one of the first ones to reply to my question from the last podcast episode about turning down drinks from you guys and, you know, and not feeling bad and or maybe should I just ask for an energy drink or a soda and go that route. So again, Gary, thank you, man. And last but not least, I do got to mention all of our awesome Patreon members of the podcast and YouTube channel. And because of you guys, you guys cover the cost of all the production of the show and YouTube channel. Thank you very much. And if you guys want to help me out here and support me through my journey of creating content and potentially moving to Las Vegas, definitely consider joining my Patreon, where I'm not only putting names on the video credits, but also adding names on the podcast episodes on different tiers, like these folks. Eric Rosenthal, David Sowell, Taylor Jew, Neil Macedo, 
Rodney Kelly, Michael Traeger, Scott Jarvis, Travis Atherton, Gary De La Rosa, and Scott and Lisa Wingfield. Thank you, folks. You folks are the best. So the first thing I wanted to cover was Elon's new loop extension. Now, I knew we all saw this coming, especially, you know, stretching out towards downtown, and we knew it would come eventually. I just didn't think it would come this soon, as, you know, everything just kind of started with them. But I guess it, it is Elon. Why wait? He's got the money. Let's go. So because I'm big on downtown, I did want to mention, you know, them adding the new spots downtown that will be coming in the future. They're adding stops at the Plaza, the Garage Mahal, the Fremont Street Experience, Slotzilla, also adding one at Allegiant Stadium to the list. So I bring up a question. What does that mean for Uber and Lyft? How bad will it hurt the industry? Do you think it decimates it or do you think it's just another option for people to use? I would love to hear your responses via social media. So if I'm being honest, I'm going to say it's going to decimate the Uber and Lyft industry, especially because of the price point on it. If you've actually looked it up and checked out the prices, you can get around town for as little as 10 bucks. And I think once people start catching on to this service and use it, they're going to start using it more often when in Vegas. But we'll see. On top of that, I wanted to cover some huge show cancellations that are happening in Las Vegas. And they're canceled until further notice. So a really big name one being over at Resorts World and Celine Dion, who's been having some serious muscle spasms, so she's taking some time off. And the next one being Wayne Newton, who's over at Caesars, who's taking some time off due to a back injury. And I know what some of you guys may be thinking. I didn't even know he was still performing over at Caesars. Again, don't feel bad. I didn't either. <laughs> also mentioned is the MJ Live show over at the Strat. That has been canceled until further notice. And just added to the list this week, as I'm recording this, KISS has been added to the list over at Planet Hollywood. They canceled all of their December and January shows that were upcoming. And I did see it reported this week that Gene Simmons did put his house up for sale in Las Vegas that he just purchased this year. Crazy, right? Now let's talk about some people making some new homes in Las Vegas, or new residencies at least. So the first one being Magician David Blaine. He will be coming to Resorts World. And the second one as well will be joining him at Resorts World, country singer Luke Bryan. Oh, but if you thought Resorts was done there, they weren't. Because they just added headliner Michael Buble to the list as well, according to Vital Vegas. As of this recording, I'm telling you, there's so much key stuff coming out this week, it's crazy. And one of the last ones I wanted to mention didn't get a new residency, but rather got a show extension for three more years over at the Flamingo, and I'm excited for this one as I have yet to see this show, and I'm looking forward to checking it out in the future. So let me ask you this. Does the names Mr. Piffles and Piff ring a bell to you? That's right. Piff the Magic Dragon show just got an extension for three more years over at the Flamingo, and I'm super stoked for that one. So with all this talk of shows being mentioned, I wanted to ask you guys, on your next visit, what's your next show you're going to be attending? Let me know via social media. I would love to hear from you guys. So being that I'm embarking on almost 40 trips now to Las Vegas over the years of doing this podcast, I definitely wanted to give you guys some tips on how to avoid scams in Las Vegas and basically how to stay safe, not looking like a target and, you know, just staying attentive and, you know, just so you guys don't have a bad experience and it doesn't ruin your next trip. So let's jump into these and some of the stuff you should look out for. Basically, when out and about and enjoying yourself in Las Vegas. And please, I encourage you, if you learn anything or find any of these useful, definitely let me know via social media. I would love to hear from you guys. 
And this is by no means meant to scare anybody or give anybody thoughts about Las Vegas. But again, there is shadiness that happens, and I'm just trying to keep you guys aware of it. And this is just some of the stuff I've encountered over the years and some of the stuff I see happen frequently. So a couple things about myself and the way I carry myself in Las Vegas. I have two rule of thumbs. I've gotten really good over the years at avoiding people and never ever pulling my wallet out in public, especially on the Strip, including Fremont Street. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about to start off in no particular order will be street performers, characters, the showgirls, half-naked cowboys. Minnie and Mickey Mouse are going to reel you in to take a picture with them, and then after that picture, they're both going to ask you for $20. And that's going to go for each one of them. Now again, that's downtown prices. Some of the performers are known to charge as high up to $40 per picture, so just keep that in mind. So that nice showgirl booty you want, it's going to cost you a little bit, especially if you're getting both girls in there with you. So a lot of them will tell you up front, hey, we work for tips or we, you know, we accept donations for pictures, which is cool. But some are pretty sneaky and tell you afterwards and will hassle you about it until you give them something. Now, if you're a frequent visitor, you know about these, but again, they like to target tourists and, and trap them in that way. And what I find even more mind-boggling is that the people that are on the strip, they tend to charge the $40 prices when the people downtown ask for even $20. But again, I've walked up to people and given them 5 10 bucks just to be able to take pictures, and they've always accepted it. But that also brings out my point about not pulling out your wallet. Have bills on you. And don't pull out a load of cash because then you're starting to get hassled by every performer there because they know you have money. And especially with the showgirls, when they both see you with cash, they both want 20 each. They both want 40 each. Vegas is a hustling town. And throughout listening to this, you're going to realize there's a lot of different ways that people try to manipulate people throughout Las Vegas. So next I have down is the timeshare people. Now these folks like to trigger couples, especially people who are traveling into Las Vegas. So these people have booths all throughout the casinos and all around different areas on the strip. And what they like to do is entice people and find out how their trip is going and if they're having a great time and if they'd be willing to go down and check out these seminars about some of the timeshares and stuff they have to offer. And if they do, they're going to reward them with show tickets or different items like meal tickets and stuff like that. And so what ends up happening from first-hand experience, me and Kelly got stuck in one of these, you end up going to these seminars where they tell you all about these properties and the deal you're going to get. They give you lunch and you end up there for like six to eight hours, spending the majority of the time from, of the day there. And if you don't plan on buying, they end up shuttling you back and then sending you on your way, giving you, you know, a little something. But if you do end up buying, they wine and dine you and everything like that. Now, the reason I threw them on the list is because, again, this can take a lot of time out of your day. And especially if you're only there for a couple of days, this can really take a lot of time away from anything you have planned. This works 100% every single time I've used it and I still use it to this day with Kelly. When they walk up to you and they start their pitch, just say, hey, we're locals, you know, and they walk away. They're not interested. So just a little tip of advice there. The last thing I will mention about them is these people are going to be really, really nice to you and act like they're your best friend, mainly because they make a commission on the timeshares that are sold. Another thing I will mention that's been a pretty big deal lately is the Tito tickets, your cash out tickets from your machines in the casino. Some of the places in Las Vegas now are not giving change. So they'll print you out your dollar bills and give you another ticket to go to the cage with. And so this is just something that I've noticed that's been a pretty hot topic lately, and it's been going on in California for a while now. 
So I didn't think nothing of it. And it's pretty interesting, the topics and the amount of money that a lot of people have brought up that the casinos can potentially make from this. Some are saying it's going to charities and some are saying, hey, just go cash it out. So you be the judge. (laughs) So let's talk about everybody's hated extra fees that you may find. So the first one I want to mention is the CNF fee, which can be found at some Caesars properties in the restaurants. This fee is optional and you don't have to pay for it. And they're just kind of throwing it on there to see if anybody's noticing it, I guess. And it's been well known and brought up big time and mentioned by our buddy Scott of Vital Vegas plenty of times. So again, I got to give him a big kudos to that one. And another one's going to be window fees, which at certain restaurants like Giada, the top of the Strat, if you're looking for a better seat and a better view, it's going to cost you a little more. So just know that going into it. Also, I don't think I have to mention this one, but I'm going to throw it in anyway is the fees for your mini fridges and your hotel rooms. If your stuff is stocked already and you pull anything out, there is sensors in those things, and if you pull them out, you're going to get charged to your room. So just know that going into it. So since we're talking a little bit about rooms and fees, let's talk about my next topic, which segues perfectly to, is resort fees. Now this one's not necessarily a scam. Most casinos in Las Vegas are going to have a resort fee, with very few in Las Vegas that don't. So the reason I bring up this topic is because I'm asked a lot about, you know, how do I get my resort fees waived and stuff. So here's a good one. Definitely if you have intentions on gambling and you're going to stay at a property for a few days, after the first day, go down and talk to a host and just see how your play is doing and tell them you want to be evaluated on your play. That way you can see if you can get your resort fees waived off and tell them that's basically your intentions and they will help you along the way more than you know. And again, this is going to create that first step to you having a host at a new property, which I will be talking about a whole lot more in detail in future episodes. Believe me, casino hosts are always looking for new players, and they would be more than happy to then let you know how your play's looking towards your resort fees. And for you slot players, you'd be amazed how fast you can get that resort fee waived, especially off the strip. So just something to keep in mind. And I guess it's worth mentioning here, and if you didn't know, Four Queens has no resort fees downtown. Another one I wanted to mention is infamous taxis. So with taxis, one way to know you're getting scammed and you're being long hauled is if you're going through a tunnel route to the strip. You know right off the back you're being scammed. And right off the top, one thing to note and mention is never ever let them know it's your first time visiting if it's your first time. Or even if you haven't been back in a while, never ever mention that. They will definitely try to long haul you. And this is not all of them, but this is a thing that's known in Vegas. So I wanted to make sure you're aware of it. Another option I would mention would be the Uber and Lyft routes, but we all know right now with surcharging and everything going on, that's a big deal breaker right now. So again, a lot of people are using taxis, so that's just one thing to be aware of. So the next one I want to cover is the Las Vegas sign. Of course, I always say you must stop by and get a picture at this place. But there's a couple things you need to know about it. The first one being the line. There's always a line, so definitely if you're going to go, go early. Otherwise, expect the line. But the trick to the line is you don't have to actually wait in the line. You can go to the left or the right and get on the grass patch area that's in front of the sign while staying out of everybody's pictures and still get a picture with the Las Vegas sign behind you at an angle And it's actually a pretty decent picture. So there's a bit of advice there, because the lines can be a pain in the ass, especially during the heat. And then the other one I will mention will be there's always a gentleman there that does pictures and takes pictures of everybody and will offer to take your picture for you. So it's usually one of two people. It's an Elvis impersonator, or the other guy is going to be a guy in a vest and looks like a professional photographer, but does a good job at the pictures. 
And one thing that's pretty cool about this guy is he doesn't hassle you for a payment or a donation. He just lets you know, hey, I do, I take donations, you know, for doing this. And one thing that's pretty cool, it can be five, ten, fifteen bucks you tip. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be twenty, forty dollars. They're usually pretty cool down there. So just something to note going into it. Another one I will mention will have to be people selling CDs on the strip. This one's a more common one on the strip. I've seen it very few times downtown. So you'll be approached by these guys who usually have headphones and are bumping music and, you know, doing their thing. And then they'll walk up to you and they're like, hey, how you doing, man? You like music, especially if you're a person like me with headphones. So, of course, these guys are going to walk up to you, act like your best friend and try to let you know that they do music and how good they are. And they're from Vegas and yada, yada, yada. And they're going to try and sell you a CD that they do. And again, and the thing with this one is majority of the times the CDs are blank. They got nothing on them. My response always to these guys is, look, I don't even own a CD player anymore. Like, it's 2021, man. Come on now. And they usually leave you alone. But a lot of the times you can just keep walking, just say you're not interested. They usually leave you alone. But again, because I've been so many times, I know what's going on with these guys and I don't even give them the time of day. <laughs> So one thing you can expect in Vegas is the card slappers and club promoters. These guys and girls are all over the strip. A lot of the time what the card slappers are referred to as the people who are handing out cards of half-naked women who are supposed to be escorts. And it leads into another topic, which I'll talk about in a little bit, which is called trick rolling, which leads into the prostitutes. And we'll get down that subject in a minute. But so the way the card slappers work is they always slap these cards and try to hand you these cards as you're walking down the strip. This is always a strip thing, not a downtown thing. So again, one thing just to do is just keep walking by. They keep giving you the card, but if you just keep walking by, they'll leave you alone. So you can expect those guys and girls, and they always have bright colored t-shirts on. <laughs> so again, if you don't look interested, they don't even bother stopping you or be giving you the time of day. They just let you keep going about your business. And then club promoters. Club promoters are big on the strip. They're going to tell you, hey, I got this club. You know, you should go check this place out. It's usually strip clubs. Hey, go check this place out. I'll get you in for free. And when you get there, you get charged a cover fee. Not only that, the guy or gal will end up asking you for a tip and donation for referring you to the club, getting you a, a ride there. They'll usually have a shuttle set up to pick you up and take you guys down to a strip club and bring you back. And not to forget to mention, you're going to end up tipping the driver as well. Sometimes it's a party bus, sometimes it's a limo, you name it. They will usually wine and dine you till you get there, and then once you get there, they're going to get you to pay the cover fee. They're going to get you to pay for the minimum two drink minimum, which is usually like $50 at most places. So just know this kind of stuff going into it. So if you guys didn't know, Vegas is a tip driven industry. So these are why these people exist. So another one I will cover will be trick rolling, also known as ladies of the nights. Yes, prostitution. It's a thing and it exists on the strip. Again, it's not legal. There's brothels in Nevada where this stuff is legal. But it's not legal in Las Vegas. But that doesn't mean there's not ladies of the night all over the place. Different casinos, bars, you name it. That includes downtown as well. So just know that if you're approached, a lot of the time it leads to, you know, you guys going up to the room after things are agreed upon. They ask you to get in the shower. They rob you. Everything's gone. By the time you get out, you don't ever see them again. That's one of the trick rolling ways. Like I said, it's not legal in Las Vegas itself. And there also are stories where people have went up to the room. You go to freshen up, they send a text out, somebody ends up in your room, she has a couple people waiting, boom boom, they're in your room, you're being robbed at gunpoint, it's a known thing, it's happened, 
It's just the thing. So just be very careful when doing this stuff. Again, not something I'm into. So it's just something I figured, you know, it's well talked about, well covered. And I should mention here with, you know, scams and stuff like that. When it comes to Las Vegas. And again, I'm not going to be the one to judge you. You do you, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? To each his own. So since we're talking more about the strip, I did want to cover another one, which is obviously six to five blackjack. Check the felt when you're walking up to the table. Same thing with triple zero roulette. It's just not something you should be playing. There's a single version roulette downtown at the plaza. There's, you know, three to two blackjack at Alice Island. So again, there's all this stuff that you need to be looking out for. It's increasing your odds at playing a better version of the game is what it comes down to. So all of this stuff is labeled on the tables as you walk up to them. Again, if you're a newer blackjack player, this is what you want to be playing is three to two. You just get paid out better on your blackjacks and stuff like that. So just know this stuff going into it, guys. Again, majority of you listeners know this stuff, but for you newer people that are here, I hope you're finding this stuff beneficial. So this one's going to pertain more to downtown. I see it happen more downtown, but I do see it in a lot of the malls and stuff. And it's basically when people offer you samples to the ladies of like makeup and different stuff like that for you to try out. And once they get you in the store, you know, they're going to try and nickel and dime you to buy all their products and everything they have. But just know that kind of stuff going into it, especially downtown. I see a lot of people, oh, try this lotion, come inside, you know, stuff like that. So just know that kind of stuff going into it. But hey, if you need lotion and stuff like that, just know it's there. (laughs) So another one I noticed that happens a lot is shoe cleaners. There's a lot of people who'll be like, hey, bro, come here, let me clean your shoes. I see this one happen a lot. And again, they do a hell of a job. And it's just, you know, they'll try to get you, you know, to sit down, get to know you. And then once you sit down, they're going to try and charge you, you know, $20, $30 for a shoe cleaning. (laughs) So just kind of know this stuff going into it. And if you need your shoes clean, Well, there you go. But what I've seen them try to do is be like, oh, it's $20 and then it's $20 for the shoe cleaning. And then they try to get you to tip as well. So just know that on top of your $20, what you're going in for for the shoe cleaning. Another one I'm going to throw in here is going to be phones and purses on the casino slot machines. Do not leave those on slot machines, especially once you've had a few drinks. It's very easy to walk away from. Always keep your phone in your pockets. Keep your purse on your lap. I always recommend that as again. There's a lot of people who also like to put their phones on the charger on the slot machine there. And there's also some scams where people have mentioned, you know, one person will walk up to your left, ask you a question while the other one walks up to your right, snags your phone, takes off, and then, you know, your question you're still answering is done. You look back, your phone is gone. So again, guys, I just want to make you aware of that. And I've seen in a few different vlogs of a few different channels where people have left their stuff at slot machines. So again, do not do that stuff. And just know going into it, if you lose something in the casino, money, purse, valuables, all they're going to do is take a report of it. Believe me, I'm telling you firsthand from somebody who's lost money on the craps table while I went to the restroom after asking the dealer if it was cool. Yeah, I got you. Got back. Chips were gone. Was like, what the hell? Basically, long story short, security was like, let's go take a report of it. They saw it on cameras, said they'd try to catch the guy, but they basically couldn't do anything for me is what it narrowed down to. So again, take care of your stuff. Never leave anything behind. Again, the casino is going to tell you basically I'm sorry and there's nothing they can do. So always keep your valuables close to you. If you want to listen to that crazy crap story where those chips were taken off the table, it's a recap from Gamble Palooza a couple years ago from a group meetup in Atlantic City. You'll definitely want to listen to that. So since we're talking about valuables, one bit of advice I wanted to throw in there would be When walking around crowds, especially the Strip and downtown on Fremont, always keep your hand on your wallet. 
there is some shady people out there, like I said, so you guys are prepared ahead of time, is why I'm doing this, basically. And give you a heads up about people like these pickpockets who like to, you know, take people's wallets and stuff. Always keep your hand on your stuff, especially, you know, when it's bumper to bumper, booty to booty. Keep your hands on your stuff. And no, gentlemen, I'm not talking about your stuff. But yeah, when I walk around and I'm recording and I have my hand and my camera up and my gimbal, you better believe when I'm walking in crowds, I always have a hand on my wallet. And since we're talking about walking around and some of the things you may notice, this one tends to happen a lot more on the strip. Actually, I've only seen it on the strip. Is if you see people playing the shell game, the three card Monty game, which can be a few variations of the game. It can be three cards, it can be a cap with the ball under, it can be a shell with the ball under. But these guys use sleight of hand to try and trick you. And so the way they reel you in is there's usually a group around this person doing the game. And I'll definitely give you guys a little insight of how I almost got jumped by these guys. So where I've seen this take place is the bridge from Aria to the Cosmo. There's a little section where they'll set up a table and they'll start playing this game. Again, as a bystander, you'll walk by and you'll see this group and the game going on. And you'll see people winning money real easy. You'll see some people lose. They'll play again to win their money back. Well, when I walked by... Of course I had the camera, I was vlogging, and I was walking around. Immediately one of them's like, hey, don't record us. I'm like, dude, I'm recording myself, and I'm in public. I can record whatever I want. Another one jumps up in my face. He said no recording. So now the guy doing the game was kind of looking at me. He's like, hey, bro, please just don't record. And I'm like, dude, I'm walking and recording. The whole group turns around and is now in my face. This is when I realized the whole group was in on the game, even the lady playing. So... I realize I'm like, oh, so all of you guys are in on this. So now I'm interfering with their business because they're all a part of this game. So now that I realize I have their attention, I start telling them, you know, you guys are fucking scammers anyway. Whatever, I'm leaving. I'm just walking through. I'm not stopping recording. I'm going. A couple of people start following me. Now they start following me inside the Cosmo. So I walk inside and I see these security guards and these guys keep following me. And they turn around and I told them, what are you mad about, dude? You're mad that I exposed you guys? I, I, know what your I know what your gimmick is, right? I don't make a big deal of it. Well, I turn around as I'm starting to head down because now these guys are getting closer. And I turn around and, and one of the guys is like, hey, man, I told you no recording. I was like, look, man, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to record everywhere I go. That's just all there is to it. So then he gets in my face and now the other one's starting to come closer. And now a few of them are coming inside and now they're surrounding me. Well, the one guy gets close and he starts, you know, I said, dude, you better back up. Now, mind you, I'm outnumbered 10 to 1. Not a good idea, right? Now, I'm outnumbered 10 to 1. I know it's not a good idea, but I know security's close by, so I know, hey, they're not going to help me if I'm getting my ass jumped either, so I just got to keep walking, right? So I told security, hey, you guys need to watch these scammers. They're all around right here. And they didn't like that. <laughs> and so one of the dudes gets in my face. Well, as he runs up, Let's just say I had to stop him in his tracks. And all I did was kind of put my hand out and kind of slow motioned to his face, uh, open wide slap, and he kind of ran into my hand and knocked the glasses off his face, and so I told him to pick him up as they landed by me. And for some reason, he didn't want to pick him up. Now, the group saw this, and now they're even more pissed off. And so now security comes over because they realize, you know, hey, something's going to happen. And so they jump in and I told them, like, I was just walking and recording. You guys ran your mouth, jumped into my freaking video, and that's all there is to it. And the response was like, hey, I didn't want to be on camera. And I told them, hey, the camera was on me. I don't know what you're freaking griping about, right? So then they start walking away. They start talking shit, you know, all ten of them. Even the guy who was running the game, he walks in after him. He just kind of shakes his head and I just kind of give him a smile. 
I told him, hey, your friend forgot his glasses. And he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and just kept walking. <laughs> but again, I knew I had a wallet full of money. I had my camera equipment. Not the best idea to go get jumped, lose all my stuff. I just knew, hey, not a good idea, not the right time. It was funny because afterwards in meeting up with the friend, I was still all hot and I told him all about the incident. And what I love about this dude is he's always straight up, right? And he was like, hey, Jay, if I was doing something illegal, man, I would have grabbed your phone and threw it too, man. Like, I wouldn't want you recording me. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I didn't think about it as, you know, from that aspect. He's like, you got to think about it. That's why they were all pissed off. I'm like, yeah. So it did. It made me really think about the situation. I'm like, huh, makes sense, man. It really did. So again, shout out to Ron. He was awesome to talk to afterwards. He really cooled me down and really made me think, hey, kind of got lucky there, dumbass. <laughs> so again, just be aware of these people. They're very aggressive and that's their game. They're all in on it. So just know that going into it. If you win and you do play, they're going to let you win a couple of times. Then they're going to have you, you know, try to bet bigger and tell you how easy it is. And the group's going to con you in. And then once you bet big money, the real sleight of hand that they have and they use, they try to put it into work. And, you know, nine times out of the ten, they usually get you. So because the crowd starts distracting you and, you know, he starts spinning the thing and not only moving everything around, the crowd starts picking for you the wrong ones and starts mixing you up. So then by the time you know it, you're asked out of your money. They've all made money on you and you got nothing to show for it. All while walking down to the next casino. You know what I mean? So just watch out for these people. It's a scam. Stay away from it. They all know each other. Just know that going into it, guys. Again, I hope you're finding this stuff beneficial and informational, man. Because again, I've went through some of these experiences firsthand. I've seen them all. And I know how to avoid them and what to watch out for. Yeah, so these guys are probably the most aggressive ones out of all of these that I'm mentioning on today's episode. Because, again, they're all in on it and they're all about their money. So just know that going into this one. So again, this is going to be the first time I've done anything like this when it comes to advice and recommendations. When it comes to scams and stuff like that and how to avoid them. And I am thinking about bringing more stuff like this to future episodes, including videos on the YouTube channel. So again, let me know what you guys think of this episode and how I did and if you guys like this stuff and what you guys think I missed that I didn't cover on this episode when it comes to Las Vegas scams, tips and tricks and stuff like that as I have plenty of more stuff coming down the pipeline especially when it comes to the casinos, hosts, comps, you name it. We're going to be talking all that stuff here soon. So do me a favor, like I said, if you enjoyed it, share this episode with your friends, let people know about the podcast. If you want to learn more in detail tips and tricks when it comes to comps and how they work from beginning to end, you'll definitely want to check out our ZorkFest event we have going on in December at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Not only are they going to teach you about casino comps and how they work from beginning to end, but you're going to learn about the travel industry and the way the travel industry works and how you can use that to your benefit as well and get into Las Vegas more frequently while earning from what you're already spending. Again, guys, it's going to be a minimum of a couple hundred people there at this event in December, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. We're going to have a whole bunch of things going on. Slot pool, podcasting events, dinners, seminars, you name it, full of fun. So the links for ZorkFest will be in the show notes. That way you guys can join us and attend this. And again, everything's included. Your meals, rooms, everything's included in this thing. You'll want to check this out. I guarantee you it's beneficial, and you're going to come home with a lot more knowledge than you went into this and thinking, Man, I got my money's worth. I guarantee you. And again, you can thank me later. So again, I do have to mention, not only was this episode stalled by my bumper on the car and getting that situated, but I also got some huge interviews I have potentially lined up here for the podcast. One with the really big YouTuber that I'm super excited to talk with, 
and a general manager of a Las Vegas property that just opened. And I will definitely be letting you guys know more about that coming soon as I got that in the works right now for you guys. Oh man, and you guys know me, I'm always excited to talk with somebody who's a casino insider, so I'm really looking forward to chatting with this gentleman. So before I do let you guys go, I do want to let you know about the latest vlog that came out on the YouTube channel. Guys, you'll definitely want to check this one out, as I made it very entertaining. I'm having a lot more fun putting these videos together, as they're very entertaining to do. But the recaps of the trip are just the best. Again, this is a vlog of the last days of the trip. And this one's including gambling, switching hotels, watching football, you name it. Everything's happening in this one, and this one is a freaking blast. Again, I definitely recommend you guys check out the YouTube channel. Check out the latest vlog and let me know what you think. That one took me a little time to put some work into, but I think it came out great. I'll also be throwing that link to the video in the show notes as well. And again, with the interviews, everything will be video and audio version. So again, guys, I recommend you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. Well, folks, with that being said, I do want to mention you guys definitely engage with us on social media. Let me know if you found anything beneficial from this episode. If you learned something or, you know, if I could have covered another topic as well, definitely reach out to me. I would love to hear you guys' feedback. Also, one last thing before I let you go. I'm also thinking about releasing the podcast episodes on Sunday for the regular version. That way, you know, it kind of lines up with confessions, church, right? You guys let me know what you think. I think I'm going to start doing Sundays. I think that's a funnier idea. So again, guys, and it'll get you guys ready for the week. I look forward to doing it. Again, I think something to have at the beginning of the week, going into the work week, having it there ready to go. I think that's always the way to go for me. So I'm going to start doing that Sunday uploads. And again, with everything coming out, you know, prior on Patreon. So again, guys, definitely interact with me on any social media site. You can find us on any platform. And until the next episode, guys, I look forward to hearing from you folks. Cheers. Cheers.